Uh, the way I have stressed about tying my hands behind my back yeah. as a forward when I get back on defense and I'm terrified of getting a hit. No, be punished yeah. <laughs> if you don't do it. I don't care. Like, I I'm no not sympathy. doing this because it looks cool. I look like an old man walking down the street. It is awkward. Yeah. It is uncomfortable. Right. So if your hand is out. Penalty. By death. <laughs> Yo, and welcome to the 91st presented by Adobe, the Women's World Cup show that is not going to cry because it's over. We're going to smile because it happened. I'm Mitch Purse. And I'm Katie Nolan. I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> on today's episode, we're going to look back at the World Cup final. We're joined by Sam Mewis for her thoughts on the win, the tournament, and what comes next for the U.S. Women's National Team. And we're going to give out a few awards to our favorite moments from the tournament. But folks, it's done. It's over. The Women's World Cup has finished. Spain won. They beat England. And if this, this is your first time finding that out, <laughs> I'll let you sit with that news for a little. Uh, they, they beat their own federation. 12 Spanish players, we should acknowledge, did not win this World Cup. Our heart is with them. That's got to be very frustrating, very complicated. We'll cover more of the controversy around this team later, as well as the match itself. But first, as a whole, what a World Cup this has been. I don't know if this, is, if this predates your generation, but this World Cup had everything. <laughs> a brand new champion. Giants going out in the group stages. I messed up my bracket. Did you have a bracket? A mental bracket, of course. Oh, that doesn't count. It does. A mental bracket. Yeah, I had- I, Any time you can just say that it was something else. No, I, I'm pretty authentic. Oh, okay, well then that's, <laughs> take her out her word. Uh, we had underdog Cinderella stories, which were wonderful. Swedish goalkeepers playing out of their mind. The crossbar making or breaking several different teams' tournaments. We had PK drama. We had people getting stepped on and then becoming a meme. We had Midge becoming a meme <laughs> and looking just adorable. Well, thank you, Katie. Yeah, it's always the worst when you're in a meme and you're like, I look bad that day, but it's a meme now. And that didn't happen to you. You look great. I got nervous because I, I don't get no Twitter notifications That's and I smart. just... I opened my Twitter to check some stuff and I had like a bunch of notifications. I said, oh my gosh, what did I do? It's never good. Am I allowed to use a meme of a person that I know? Please. I think I know I'm not allowed. You're not supposed to use memes of yourself, right? Uh, my dad is using it. He, that's great. <laughs> I love that. He's he, Well, he's sending it to me. Oh, that's, well, it's still funny. In what context? What did he send it to me as? I, I think I did something stupid and he called me stupid. And then I said, thanks, dad. And then he sent the meme. That's really funny. <laughs> Shout out to Midge's dad. Well done. Uh, we This also had, while we're talking about the World Cup having everything, it also had the most goals in the history of any World Cup, which brings us to the stat of the show, Midge. It's time now for the stat of the show, presented by Adobe Express. The stat of the show is 164. That's how many goals were scored at the 2023 Women's World Cup. It's the most goals scored in any edition of the World Cup to date. And this was a tournament where the whole time we talked about how good the goalkeeping was. So imagine how many more goals there would have been if it wasn't. I know. Well, remember last World Cup, there's a 13-0 game. And yeah. th that World Cup still didn't score as many goals as this one. Pretty amazing. Well done, all. Most. Level up with Adobe Express. Make amazing work that stands out with generative AI, powered by Adobe Firefly. Design flyers, TikToks, resumes, and reels with the new all-in-one Adobe Express. Create easier, dream bigger. Get started at adobe.com express. You're very good at that. 
Oh, that was very convincing. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I, I use it. I made a note to myself. <laughs> Check that out later today. Okay, on to the final. First thing to note, amazing viewership. 14.7 million viewers in England alone watched the final. That's the second most viewed event of the year after King Charles' coronation. And of those two events, only one of them had royals at it. Worth noting. Um... Also, in just terms of the, the tournament in general, Australia versus England, the highest rated program in Australia's history, 11.15 million viewers in Australia. That's 42% of the country uh, in attendance for the World Cup as a whole, nearly 2 million total uh, attendance. That's 600,000 more than the previous record. And those four uh, women's national team games here in the U.S. averaged 3.8 million viewers despite being on in the middle of the night. So thumbs up all around for all that. I mean... I think it's I think it's gonna last. Yeah, I think we, we keep I think saying, we're gonna keep doing one. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll have another one in four years. We keep saying, is it gonna be after this one? These mm -hmm. numbers are convincing. Mm -hmm. They are compelling and they are convincing. That's right. If you are missing out on the investment from a big corporation standpoint, from a partnership and advertisement standpoint. I think you are just dumb. Yes. And, and I also, I would like to say you, you are. A lot of people are because it's still an argument that people make. That it's like, well, if it's not bringing in revenue, it's because it's not being monetized in a way that's as effective because the people and the viewers and the interest is there. Yes. I think FIFA came out and said that they didn't lose any revenue. They did. Think a lot of they them came out and said a lot of things okay. that maybe we'll get to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> that wasn't a pro FIFA moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was a fact. It is. And it's it's incredible. Yeah. Make the investment. But anyway, I did say we were going to talk about the final, and then instead I talked about other things. So let's talk about the final. Uh, Spain defeated England one nil. Uh, the only goal we saw was that 29th minute goal from Olga Carmona, who slotted it into the side of the goal. We should mention up top, unfortunately, she found out tragically after the game that her father had passed away. So our thoughts and prayers are with Olga. That has to be, I think she said it was the the best and worst day of her life. That has to be. I got chills. I can't even fathom. Yeah. And as you said, condolences and prayers to her and her entire family. And she put out a really beautiful post talking about how he, she knows he was proud of her mm. in that moment. Mm. So that that was incredible. And she had a great game. She did. She was fantastic. She you love to game. see a goal from an outside back. You love to see someone get up the field. And she slotted that. She finished that like she was a nine. Yeah. It, was, it was incredible. The celebration. Interesting. Caused a lot of conversation because I think, listen, it was early. And maybe you guys are all used to waking up that early. Not this guy. And so I was squinting, trying to see when she lifted up her shirt, trying to see what was written on it. You said you thought. So when I saw it, I said, Dang, her Adidas deal must be crazy. <laughs> I said she must have because you get um you get these ladders in your in your Nike and Adidas deals where it's like if you score a goal you can make it anything. If you score a goal in the World Cup final you get X bonus. Like yeah. your bonuses can be anything. And I said she must have the weirdest specific deal where if she scores a goal in the World Cup final and lifts up her shirt and shows the Adidas brand she gets like three million dollars. It was not the case. <laughs> what it actually was was she had written something here, but the logo at the top was more prominent because I believe that was white on a red shirt. And then she had, 
there is the the sharpie you use matters. There are thin <laughs> sharpies, and then they make those thick sharpies. And I know sometimes, as someone who's used sharpies in a lot of projects, you're like, I don't need the thick one. That's it. you need the thick one. So let's when we're writing something on our shirts that you want people to read, we got to go with the thick one. There's also fabric sharpies, which I take yeah. it a step further. Yeah. A thick fabric sharpie, I think, are the is yeah. the way to go, just for future. Just for future plans for writing things on on shirts. But also a beautifully intentioned moment. It was for her friend's mother who passed away. So condolences are also expressed to her and her family. Um, crazy, crazy moments to yeah. be paired with historical moments. Yes. Uh, the goal would be all that separated them on the score sheet, but in the game, it did often feel a little one-sided. Would you agree with a that? A little? I don't know. I feel like that's the nice, as a woman who's never going to play professional soccer, I don't want to say that England didn't do anything or that they don't scare me because I've walked that <laughs> back. Uh, but it, it felt pretty one-sided. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say the thing I was most impressed with by Spain was their collective decision-making and knowing when to possess and when to transition. The goal was a transitional moment and you just saw everyone, like everyone knew this is moment, we're going to goal. Like it's open, we're sending numbers forward, we're flying numbers forward. And against an England front line that is so dangerous, I was shocked how comfortable they were flying so many numbers forward. You know, you'd a lot of teams when you have really good strikers who you're playing against. You leave some numbers back, you're a little bit more conservative. You're scared of the counter attack to your counter. They were not scared at all. They were not afraid of England. No, they were not. They, were, <laughs> they talked to you, Katie. They, they were like, Katie said that she's not scared, so we shouldn't be scared. And that showed, that's definitely <clears throat> what happened. Uh, there were a few chances for England, the best of which was off the crossbar on a curler by Lauren Hemp. In the second half, Kira Walsh concedes a penalty for England for a handball in the box. Did you feel like that was the right it felt like she made her body bigger, which is the letter of the law, correct? I was so confused why there was any controversy. I know. About it. it hit her hand <laughs> and her hand yeah. was outside of her body. Right. You literally saw her her hand do like the Harry Potter, like when he loses his wrist, <laughs> like it did the thing. Yeah. And I was like, there's nary the a clearer handball. The first angle was almost like it looked like it didn't. And then that angle from the side, it really showed that it did. But what was crazy to me was that that angle from the side also showed the ref was standing directly in front of it happening. Front row seat. So it's kind of like, where were you? I, I needed it to be called and I wish it was called even without VAR. I wish you didn't need that kind of backup for it because uh, the way I have stressed about tying my hands behind my back yeah. as a forward when I get back on defense and I'm terrified of getting a hit. No, be punished yeah. <laughs> if you don't do it. I don't care. Like, I I'm no not sympathy. doing this because it looks cool. I look like an old man walking down the street. It is awkward. Yeah. It is uncomfortable. Right. So if your hand is out. Penalty. By death. Penalty. <laughs> uh, but then, of course, uh, Jenny Hermoso took that penalty and Mary Earps saved it. Uh, I noticed. What did you notice? She didn't take the breath. She didn't take the American breath. told us. When I said that to her today, she's like, yeah, that's um, an, um, we're, it's an American thing. I'm like, I know, but you said science studies backed up that you're supposed to take that breath right before you go. And she, I watched specifically for it. And I said, she's going to miss. It's going to get saved. <laughs> and it did. So I just am a soccer expert now. And I want to thank you for making Well, in case, in case you missed this context, go back and watch it. Oh, okay. No, but go ahead. Tell <laughs> them. You can give it to them. I was going to say, there are studies that show that if you take a really quick, deep, sharp breath before you take a penalty kick, it calms your body and your nerves down and gives you this, you know, clarity and 
sharpness and just your energy and focus and helps you finish the PK. And that Mm -hmm. is what they show the United States in all levels of play, all levels of the system. Mm -hmm. And it did not work for us, but maybe it would have worked for Spain. Yeah, that's true. I guess the counterpoint is like, well, it didn't work. Yeah, we all took breaths. For us. (laughs) So, you know, whatever. But England couldn't capitalize. It did feel like that was going to be a momentum shift, like they were going to come back there and and that big, I know you said it was after a goal, but it did feel like one of those kind of like big five moments where it's like, now's the time to do something. For sure. Uh, And then, and and they didn't. Um, Didn't put a lot of pressure on Spain. That's the way it ended after 13 minutes of stoppage time. Um, Do you think we should have seen this coming? In some ways, Spain came out of nowhere. This was just their third World Cup. And before this World Cup, Spain had won one World Cup game, which is wild to think of. Yeah. Um, But their youth has been crushing it. This is the first country to win the World Cup that also won the U20 and the U17 World Cup. Um, They have a young team that's- In the same year, yeah. They have a young team that's gonna be good for years to come. Mid, should we, the United States women's national team fans, be worried about our youth pipeline? Uh, Worried is interesting word choice. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it should be a point of interest. Okay. I think that, yeah, no, yeah, you should be worried. (laughs) (laughs) Like a little tiptoe, and then she's like, I'm just going to dive in. Yeah, no, I, again, worried, concerned. I think it should be something that people are paying attention to. I think that the youth system is, it's so important. Yeah. And I think that it's, it shouldn't be ignored. I think that's a better word. Do you feel as though it is being ignored, like, by our federation? Do you feel like it's something that we are working on and are aware of and are? I don't think the federation is ignoring the youth. Uh, programs by any means. That's okay. not what I mean when I say we should be concerned or or have interest. I think we should be concerned about our approach, our tactical approach, and what kind of system and style and identity as American soccer players that we're instilling into you know, the youth teams and that we really, really need to think about long-term what change needs to happen. And to be fair, I think they're thinking about it. I, I don't think anyone is looking at the youth programs and saying, yeah, we're cool. We're right. good with that. Right. No, I, I, it's, it's very obvious. You don't have to be smart to, to see it. And I think everyone does. Even the dummies know. <laughs> the dummies. All right, now let's do the less uh, fun part. So Spain's official women's national team account, obviously we've discussed how the, um, the issues that the team had with Vilda before and how the Federation backed the coach and how uh, a number of the women did not come to the World Cup because of this. Uh, Spain's official women's national team account tweeted right after the win a photo of Jorge Vilda kissing the World Cup trophy with the caption Vilda in right after they won, which was certainly a choice. It was a choice. Uh, Additionally, some, I mean, this it says very gross in our rundown. I would say uh, borderline criminal, if not criminal, interactions between the president of the Spanish FA, Luis Rubiales, and Jenny Hermoso. Um, saw that live. Uh, he, hands on both sides of the face, kiss on the mouth. She later commented on Instagram Live, which is, they were, you know, the way that one of the best things about the Women's World Cup is that they go live right after and you get to watch the teams interact with each other. And while on that Instagram live, she said she did not enjoy that. Um, Same, I also did not enjoy that. Um, I am very mad about it. 
And uh, it's just when you're in a situation like this where Spain is already, we've been talking about, discussing the relationship between the team, the federation, the coach. It's been a, a one of the major topics of this World Cup. To be on a stage where everybody's watching you, cameras, in a big moment, um, to to do that feels like they don't understand the conversation that's happening and what is being asked of them, if that makes. It feels like very, uh, I know there's a lot of confusion about what the specific complaints are from the players. We've talked about this before, of like what the specific complaints are with the players and uh, their coach. This to me, if you're willing to do this in public, I now have a lot more uh, faith in what the women are saying about what happens behind closed doors. It is a wild thing to have done. We should mention that since after the uh, president of the FA said it was idiotic that people had a problem with it, he came back out and I guess gave an apology. I'd call it a statement. Um, and we've also got a statement uh, from Hermoso herself that says that it was uh, consensual, I believe was the word that she used. I don't have it in front of me. Um, I think we can all use our brains to think that maybe that was, that may not have come, it may have come from her own volition. She may have decided to release that statement. It may also have been, in, she may have been influenced or told to put out a statement like that. So I'm not gonna say that I know how she feels more than she knows how she feels. I just think we should use media literacy when reading these things. Um, Oh, there it is. It was a mutual, totally spontaneous gesture because of the huge joy of winning a World Cup. The Prezi and I have a great relationship. It was a natural gesture of affection and, and gratitude. Um, also, there was a, a photo of Luis grabbing his crotch when the team won. Midge, do you have, I feel like I've just been talking. Yeah, for me, it's indefensible. Right. It, it's deplorable. I cannot fathom in what scenario it's appropriate given cultural differences. Right. You know, we can we can scale for that. It's still wrong. Right. It's, it's still wrong. And, you know, with what little detail the players have given with the specifics of what's been going on behind closed doors and then seeing these brass behaviors, these, these bold, bold displays of just in my opinion, harassment. And control. It feels like an exerting of control of like a reminder of like in your biggest moment, during your celebration of your accomplishments. To me, what it does is it licenses me to speculate way more than I was before. Right. And Agreed. the amount, the the speculation that I have is, is very damning. And my heart is with the players. And I, I hope that it concludes in the way that is beneficial to them. I will say with uh, Infantino, the most aptly named human, um, it, the statements he said about how basically gals, pick your battles and just tell us what to do. We're gonna do, I'm gonna pick this battle. Don't Do something about that. That was bad. It was very bad. Do something about that. And I just, in the in the same breath, when everyone was talking about the U.S. national team players and how they're not likable because they speak on, they use their platform to speak on so many political issues and things that basically stick to playing soccer. I think in light 
of what we just witnessed on the World Cup stage, it just reiterates that there's there is not a space at the moment to just play soccer. Right. That you have to Which is exhausting. Exhausting. You don't you don't think people just want to play soccer? Let them play soccer and then when they win, let them have their moment to celebrate them. I also want to say to everybody who's like, oh well, Jorge won, so I guess you guys were all wrong. That assumes that in a world where Spain hadn't won, that people would go, well, I guess Jorge Vilda should be out. And we both know that that probably would not be the conversation that happens. So don't come to me now with they, that guy's been the coach for what, since when, 2015? And does not have a great track record. Yes, he has won this World Cup, but I don't think, there's a lot of people very eager to be like, I guess he's the right coach and those girls were wrong. That's that's a good point. I've always found it interesting that people really struggle with the idea that two things can exist at once. They cannot hold both <laughs> in their mind. There isn't enough space. Well, yeah, you know, you can be, and I'll say you can be a fantastic football coach, absolutely fantastic, and you can be an absolutely horrible human being mm-hmm. and not deserve to be in a position. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I'm not saying this, I'm just saying as a concept, two things can exist at once. We've seen it in the NWSL when we had to get rid of coaches because the very thing existed. We had a coach who was the most winningest coach in the league, in league history, and he was abusing the players. So I don't, I don't really see this, this line of reasoning, which is you win, you must stay. And I think it prioritizes the values of society really, really poorly. What a, mm-hmm. what a dangerous message to send to not just young women, but young men as well. Completely agree. So stop sending it. But congratulations to the Spanish players. They deserve the win. They played great. We're sorry we have to spend any time discussing anything but how wonderfully you played and what a great win that was. Okay, it's now time for Keeping Us Connected, presented by AT&T 5G. Connecting changes everything. Welcome, Sam Mewis. Hi, Sam. Hi, you guys. How are we doing? Hey, Sammy. We're good. How are Hi, you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. I love you guys' show so much. Stop it. I know. Actually, stop it. Oh, my God. Did you say? Did you text Tobin and Press the same thing? Oh. I have I have texted Tobin and Press <laughs> that I really like their show, but I Rank mean them. it. I wouldn't have texted it if I didn't mean it. I Rank. think they're both so great. Rank them now. Please don't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all tied for first. Perfect. Really good. You should run for office. I actually really should. I'm like the most diplomatic person ever. You're doing great. I'm texting press right after this and we tell you said us. <laughs> She's going to have to wait till the episode comes out to confirm or deny. <laughs> um, Sam, Spain. We're going to start with Spain. Were they the best team of the tournament for you? We know they won the tournament. So by definition, yes, mm-hmm. they are the best team. But for you... Were they the best team at the tournament? You know, if I mean, if I could have my like own ranking system of like how fun it was to watch the skill on display, the unity of the team, all those little ranking systems, I don't know. I'd have to spend (laughs) some time doing the math, but I put a lot of stock in getting results when you need to get results. And obviously Spain did that. I will say, I think that they were one of the most fun teams to watch. They got it done when they needed to get it done. And their clinical finishing and big moments was the be- obviously like one of the best if they got to that point. So huge congratulations to Spain. I am very happy for the players. I think that the game was really hard fought. I felt bad for England because they just came up short after being 
really growing into the tournament. Um, well, you're an England but I have sympathizer. To say, the winner is Ooh. the best team. You're an England sympathizer. You have friends on England. Oh, yeah, that's I know. I realized I am such an England sympathizer and like it goes against so many people and I didn't realize how unpopular of an opinion that would be. <laughs> but I do. I have a lot of friends on the English team because I played for Man City and I love those girls so much. I thought they had such a great tournament and I feel bad for them to come so close and not quite. Small flex played for Man City. Yeah, no big deal. Besties with Holland. I like their jackets. I will say that. I like those those pink and blue jackets that they have. That's all the sympathy that I have for England. Well, we were saying before that this World Cup had absolutely everything. Goals, saves, drama, underdog stories. When you think about it, what moments will you remember for the end, till the end of time? Yeah. I, we did a snacks episode with Ellie Riley right before, and she was telling us how she, New Zealand has never won a game in the World Cup. And so when they won that first game, I just feel like it set the tone of the whole tournament to be this like incredible thing of firsts and of records and of teams succeeding when they hadn't had that success before. And I feel like that's really what happened. And so New Zealand winning their first World Cup game, that was a huge moment to me. Um, I think about some of the young talent that we got exposed to in the tournament, Linda Caicedo. What an incredible world-class talent, that goal she scored against Germany. That was such a huge moment for me, and I think the world getting to realize what's up and coming for women's soccer. Um, I think about some of the sad moments, like Marta being done, kind of passing that torch along to her Brazilian teammates, to the rest of the world. And then I think about Australia and how amazing they did. They got so far, that Courtney Vine penalty kick, Oh my gosh. It was one of the most special moments. Um, the tournament had so much to offer so many ups, so many downs. And I think that's why we all watch is to experience these emotions that like maybe we're missing in our daily lives. We get them from sport. And so I think the tournament was just so exciting, so emotional. It had so many of those awesome moments. Like you talked about your sister, Christy had exactly one touch in the tournament, a penalty goal. Every time she touched the ball at the world cup, she scored. I know. Is she the greatest World Cup player of all time? I mean, yeah, totally. She has to be. That's what. What would you be batting if that was your batting record? A, a is that even a, is <laughs> that even a number? A like yeah. she, I was so proud of her, Midge. I know that you weren't nervous for her at all, and. I felt so bad when I heard you say that because I was like, oh my gosh, does it look like I like didn't believe in no. her? No. <laughs> and I just, oh my God, I, you know, I get nervous for everything though. So I was just so nervous. I wanted her to make it so bad. And she, I was so proud of her when she did, but it made me feel so good that you believed in her so much. And you're like, she would never miss this. I was like, oh, I love that people think that about Christy. Um, so I was just so proud of her. And yeah, I think she's like probably the best World Cup player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I mean, statistically, you cannot argue it. There's no, the numbers back that up. You can't. And also, Sam, yeah. that's just, I feel like your personality, though. Exactly. Like, that's who you Nervous. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people worry, and some people are like, no, that's totally fine. I would have been terrified because you know you're like thinking ahead to like what if she doesn't what if something ha like what if god thinking forbid, ahead to every every single possibility. Yeah. Exactly. And she's your sister. <laughs> to right. be fair, to be fair, if that was Efi, I would have probably thrown up. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think I I get it. I get it. But I also haven't seen Evie take that many PKs, so it's a little different. <laughs> well, you guys, I also like just to say about myself, to put myself in the situation again, like I had to respond live. Like I was on a live Twitch with men and blazers doing this. So like I just felt like 
I was having all these emotions, but I like also was like doing a show. So it was like, I was very honest with how I was feeling and it was fine, but I was also like, oh my God, my reaction is going to be like public too. It was it crazy. It was perfect. <laughs> if I may, it was perfect. It, you couldn't have been more, per it was a great moment. I love that video of you reacting. Thank it you. was beautiful. <laughs> Knowing that the US team uh, are all back home now and refocusing on the NWSL and what comes next, what is that process like as somebody who's done it? Like what's that transition time like? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of emotions, I think, especially for the U.S. players coming back disappointed in, in what happened. Um, it's it's a tough transition, but we've already seen Ashley Sanchez, Sophia Smith coming right back in, scoring right away. I was so happy for them. I think that, that those first moments back can really dictate like how you feel going into the rest of the season. And so I was so happy to see them get some success right away. Um, I think for young players, that, that can be really important too for, for all players. I think transitioning back to your club team, um, getting back into a rhythm, like the first thing I think about is getting rid of your jet lag, getting adjusted back to living at home, buying groceries, getting a good night's sleep. Like you have to recover as a person first and your emotions over the last few months have been so up and down, so hectic. If you're me, so nervous. Um, so I feel like recovering from that human being angle is actually first things first. And then integrating back in with your team, getting back on the field, getting some touches. Um, I think it's going to take a little bit. Again, people have traveled back at different times, but um, these players do this all the time. They're so professional. Um, and I'm really excited to see the return of the U.S. players to the NBSL. I think it's um, something that will bring all the fans a lot of joy. Well, looking forward, Spain is obviously a young team. And they've been dominant on the youth levels, U17, U20. They won those World Cups. So we can expect them to be dangerous for years to come. What are other teams that you think are big contenders for the Olympics next year? Ooh, obviously the U.S. We have a lot of young players, um, some players that have been injured who could be back. Um, so I am really excited to see the U.S. have this quick turnaround and, and what can we do to come back and be a contender in just a year? Um, definitely Sweden. Um, maybe I don't, I haven't seen their age breakdown, but Sweden has been at the top for a bunch of tournaments in a row. I think they still, my gosh, they had such an incredible tournament and to just see it slip away from them was really disappointing. Um, England is going to be right back in there. Uh, I think Japan to lose when they did was like so disappointing, but then what about all those teams like Nigeria, uh, Colombia who pushed further than people maybe expected? Um, so I don't know what's going on with Olympic qualifying. Maybe I have to like get caught up on that or we'll, we're going to have to do like a little breakdown of that <laughs> soon um, and see like who's going to be there, who's qualifying a, a bunch of teams. It's going to be like totally up for grabs. Sam, you named like everybody. I, I'm a, I'm a diplomat mid. <laughs> you know, this give, give me a hot take. Give me, give me something I can clip <laughs> that, you know, I hate that. That is my worst nightmare. <laughs> We're gonna have to put together. Jay like is a rolling fake clip. his eyes. We're gonna have to like cut together her audio to make it sound like yeah, she said yeah. something she didn't say, and we'll get that you pushed guys. out on all the for you. <laughs> hey, it's right Jay. Away. It would be Jay, <laughs> your dear friend. Jay is not gonna do me dirty like that. He would never. Uh, speaking of Jay and the way that you know him, you have a podcast with Just Women Sports called Snacks. Can you tell our listeners who don't know about it, which has to be like two people tops, uh, what it is and when it comes back? A highly anticipated return. Yes, it comes back on August 31st. That is like next week Woo. or the week after. I don't know. It's so soon. Um, Lynn Williams and I have a podcast with Just Women Sports. It's called Stacks. We cover the U.S. Women's National Team, the NWSL, 
I'm so excited to get back into it after this little break that we've been forced to take because Lynn went to the World Cup. Um, and it's really fun. We always have a guest on. Um, I don't know. You get the fun side of me and Lynn and it's the best thing ever. So please come listen to it. You can download it wherever you get your podcasts. What snack are you? I've heard you pick snacks for everybody else. What snack are you? Like what snack? Like as a person, like my yes. personality. Is that a mm -hmm. thing? Is that a question? Yeah. Okay. The yes. You're a healthy snack, Sam. You think? Yeah. You're a veggie straw. Ew, come on. <laughs> Don't be a veggie straw. <laughs> no, That's I like actually so think they're kind of good. Yeah, they're kind of good. When they have the ranch on them? Right, in a very specific situation. I would not say that Sam is kind of good in a very specific situation. Good for you? Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. That was an incredible compliment. Okay. Pick your snack, Sam. I don't know. Can I be like a green grape if I have to be healthy? I love that. I love a green grape. You can pop you in the freezer and you're very refreshing. Yes. I was just going to yeah. say frozen green grape. Yeah. Or mushy. Well, your dear friend Jay said you were going to say popcorner. And he said that with 100% certainty. So. Well, you guys totally threw me off. Like my favorite snack is kettle corn popcorners. Mm -hmm. Kettle corn. Well, you were close, Jay, but you the were The red bag. There's nothing I like more than when Jay's wrong. So actually you did a great job by picking a green grape and making him incorrect. And I appreciate that. Okay. I will Jay's ask pissed. my one snack question that's near and dear to my heart. Are you flats or drumsticks? That's a meal, oh. but it's a snack. Is, like it, a is snack. it like lame to be flats? No, no. We are like, I don't want to like embarrass myself. No, no, no. We are. I ask for all flats. But I like love to just like pick those two little bones apart and then like clean that. Yeah, I was going to say, we, I was gonna say, what is the way? Because the thing I don't like about flats is that what? moment where you're, the thing I don't like about them, I like them. But my problem specifically is when you're out with somebody eating wings and they catch you doing that like, <laughs> you put your tongue through the, can you do it one more time? No, I think I've done it six. And I think six is enough, <laughs> if not more than enough. Yeah, so I don't can know. you do pulling them apart? Drumsticks? Yeah, that that specific issue doesn't happen to me. Sure, because she's just <laughs> cool in everything she does. But I don't know. I my my qualm is when people don't clean the wings. When I, don't, I see, I do not. You don't clean them? No, but I'll tell you what. My because I grew up watching my dad do the grossest thing, which is with a drum, eating it and then putting it in his mouth like a lollipop and going. <laughs> To get the top of the like the well, cartilagey part, I'd toss that. Those My are bad. the drum people, but you got to clean your flats. Okay. It's just we, we're not gonna get wings. Okay, we won't get wings. Oh, have you I don't think you're ever gonna hang out with me again now that you. Don't have <laughs> no, you gotta come to Gotham, flip the coin. Okay. Um, Dan oh, yeah. and John's. When you when are you coming back to New York, Sam? <laughs> me? Yeah. I live here. Who so. is Why? Who did you say, Dan and John? Who's Dan, Dan and John's? John's is a wing place in New York. It's fantastic. Oh. I get free promo. I thought you were talking to the camera people. <laughs> no, no, And I was no. like, can I go? Dan and John. people work our cameras. I love that. I'm giving them free, free promo back. because I think they're that good. Where is that? I will take you to Dan. You've never been to Dan and John's? No. It's in Manhattan. All right. I think Well, I'll join. Us, last all of us can go and Jay Snacks can come. Don't, don't. Jay Snacks. We'll that's, see you there, That's Jay a crowd, Snacks. Sam. Bring popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Midge isn't going to show up now because Jay Never got invited. Never mind. Plans canceled. <laughs> all right, Sam, thank you so much for doing this. We all can't wait to hear you back on Snacks. You're the greatest. Your sister is literally the greatest World Cup player of all time. Uh, thank you oh for being goodness. here. We love you. Thank you guys so much. And I love your show. <laughs> I hope this isn't the end. I'll see you guys soon. Bye, Sammy. Bye, Sam. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks again to Sam, and thanks again to AT&T 5G for keeping us connected. Okay, before we leave you, and like, I mean it, really leave you, 
let's talk through the official award winners, and then perhaps, Midge, we'll add in a few of our own. Yeah. Okay, so the official awards. The Golden Boot went to Hanada Miyazawa from Japan with five goals. And they got knocked out in the quarters. Yeah, so that's nuts. Yeah. She did that quickly. Way less Very condensed. Uh, Golden Ball went to Aitana Bonmati from Spain. Three goals, two assists. Deserved. Completely. Golden Glove goes to Mary Earps from England. Four total goals allowed in seven games. Three clean sheets. One wild World Cup final penalty save. Uh, deserved. Just just hard to go out like that. Yeah, that is tough. It's like, I win and <laughs> lose. <Yeah. laughs> uh, young player of the tournament was Salma Pata. I've been saying her name wrong. Me Pata too. Uelo. I've been forgetting that L. last L, and I am deeply sorry. That is me being a moron, which I will admit. Uh, but Salma Pata. Uelo from Spain uh, with two goals. She was great. Literally, of course. Yeah. Of Just course. An electric player. Fun to watch. Young. Must be cool to have all that ahead of you in your life. <laughs> uh, let's get to our awards. The ones that everybody's been waiting for. Uh, goal of the tournament. I'm going to go with Sam Kerr. That was a great goal from Sam Kerr. Beautiful. So, and, so, and she was like the face of the tournament coming into okay. it. And then we didn't see her for a while. So for me, just like the all of the things around it, that was the, I'm not saying that it was, you can have yours. I'm not saying it was like the world's greatest goal I've ever seen. I'm just that goal for me. My question I was going to be, is it the goal itself in a vacuum or is it the goal in the moment with the context? Now here's the thing about a podcast. It could be whatever you want. Okay. I'm going to, then I'm going to pick two. Oh, wow. That, see, that it can't be. <laughs> it has to be one. But. The, the, of the tournament, as in terms of brand, everything, mm -hmm. with the context, Sam. We already said that. So we covered that. Yeah. You say the other one. My other one, in a vacuum, Linda Castillo. I knew it. Oh, I knew my. it. I should have predicted oh what I thought gosh. she was going to say. Oh, my gosh. It. And then runner-up has to be Marta Cox's uh, oh, yeah. free, oh, free kick. Gorgeous. Disgusting. With a, a, a tournament with so many goals, it was hard to pick just two. And we did pick three. So uh, there were a lot of great goals and good job to everybody who scored a goal. Uh, save of the tournament. I'm just going to give it to Mushevich because she was so good um, that all of those combined, she just pissed me right off. So I'm going to. So not give one it to her. save. No, I mean, you could pick one, but. It'll any of them are fine. So it's like the infinity gauntlet of saves. Her existing was the save of the tournament. Okay. To me. She herself was mm -hmm. a save. Mm -hmm. Got it. I can go with that. I like it. It's unorthodox. Oh, look at that. She's picking what I picked. I didn't think that was gonna happen. <laughs> it happened. Okay. Biggest upset. Ooh. I think in retrospect, Japan beating Span Spain 4-0 is is my You said Japan. I said Japan and I said Span. <laughs> I said, and we're gonna leave it in because I'm a real person. Japan beating Span 4-0 was wild because first of all, never heard of those two countries. Second of all, uh Japan beating Spain 4-0 it is wild given uh what we saw from Spain for the rest of the tournament. So it's funny because in hindsight, yes, I see, but at the in, at the time yeah, at the time that wasn't it. It's it probably was, New Zealand. Honestly, I I'm gonna go Colombia beating Germany. Oh yeah. I mean that yeah. was crazy to me. That was wild. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a good pick. Yeah, that was good. Again, so many we could have picked. Most swag. We didn't name that, Jay did. I just don't want us to get 
That's Jay's, Jay chose the name of the, and I'm gonna give it to uh, Alyssa Nair for that PK. I mean, the, it, insofar as swag can be summed up in like a, in a moment, going from goal to come out to score, I mean, the swaggiest yeah. thing I've ever seen. That's, that's pretty hard. Yeah. You know what, I was gonna say Linda Cassetto again, because not only was it incredible, it was swaggy. Yeah. But I sold you. I'll go. I don't know. I can't decide. So we're gonna go with Alyssa because sure. I made the executive decision. Biggest face palm. Hmm. I mean, it could be Germany's exit, mm. Brazil's exit. You know, I wanted them. I thought they were gonna go far. Mm. The U.S.'s exit. Mm. That was crazy. Mm -hmm. It's the Spanish Federation <laughs> uh, and everything it stands for. That's I think. I, I concur. <laughs> uh, okay, this one is the, oh man, they're gonna be scary. So I think we're supposed to pick like a team that we're, uh, is gonna be scary in the future. And I'm gonna say the United States because since coming back from the tournament, Sophia and Ashley within minutes of their return have scored goals. So I think we need a little bit of positivity when it comes to our women. And I think the United States is going to be scary and everybody should look out. Is that convincing? I was convinced. Good. And neither of those goals surprised me. Mm. I was like, yeah, checks out. That yeah, tracks. That tracks. Totally. Um, Nigeria. I knew it. I knew it. Obviously. Yes. And and should they get the investment? Because they have they were sharing beds in wild. camp. That's wild. Not this, not the World Cup, but in their camps. Like the the lack of infrastructure, the lack of fun, everything. I can't even fathom. I can't even fathom with what they deserve. Nigeria. Okay. And then best moment. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say when I realized that Fox no longer covers the Women's World Cup, that this was the end of their coverage. That uh, uh, best moment for me. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what... I had horrible things cross. I know. I bet you did. It was. I can't because I say one little thing. I know. They're so gonna don't, go, gonna you don't say a single thing <laughs> except what your favorite moment of the tournament was. Oh, I don't have one. It's I'm bad hard. at best. I don't. I can't even have a favorite food. I just found out that General Tso's chicken isn't actually from China. Oh, okay. It's Chinese American. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. And what it, what impact did that have on your life? I felt like a fraud okay. saying that my favorite food was Chinese. It's Chinese American. Okay. And but that is your favorite food, you're saying? I don't even know anymore. Wow. Everything is upside down. Bamboozled. It might wow. just be a steak. A steak. A ribeye. A ribeye. I I really love how do you get it cooked? Meat. Oh, it depends where I'm at. Okay. I'm not gonna just get Right. You don't want to trust. Like if I'm cooking it. But I like it medium well. I like it medium well. Okay. All right. Okay. Now you know more about us than you needed to. <laughs> but aren't you glad you know it? Um, that's it. This is a real bummer, this part, where we have to say thank you so much for watching and listening. Thank you to Just Women's Sports for having us. I'll speak for me, but... Uh, getting to hang out with Midge, who I'm now going to say is my friend. And there's evidence of it. And nobody can tell me nothing. Um, <laughs> this has been a great experience. All the people that have worked on it, this tiny little crew that we have here with us. Um, this has been very fun. I hope that you've all enjoyed it. 
thank you to Midge for um, doing this while also uh, being a professional soccer player who has like stuff to do. Oh, thanks, um, Katie. This has been a blast. Yeah. So to answer the question, everyone who says, are we going to keep doing this? No. That's a, <laughs> you really made it sound like you were going to be like, yes. No. Uh, but no, this is it. it. This is this is it. All good things must come to an end. That's right. We were a, a little, it was like, a let's remember how great it felt to happen. Go out on top. You That's know? right. Miss well. us. That's what you want. <laughs> uh, but just because this is over, the game doesn't sleep. NWSL action is on each weekend. Go Bats. Go Bats. And you can listen to tons of great women's soccer. So soccer? 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 I mean, you can listen to tons of great women's soccer content oh. across just women's sports channels. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Snacks and Just Women's Soccer to keep the party going. And with that, that's it for us. I'm Mitch Perth. She sure is. And I'm Katie Nolan. And this was the 91st, presented by Adobe. Bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>